0: The name Yitzchak, or Isaac, means means laughter, and tanug and pleasure. And because the word Yitzchak has a yud in front of it, it alludes to the world to come, in the future. Then, when Mashiach will come, our mouths will be filled with laughter. However, this comes about because of tshuva. When a Jew does tshuva and returns to God, this brings God tremendous joy and pleasure, and God therefore gives us this joy and this pleasure. However, even now, a person that does tshuva brings about true joy and laughter to God, because the Torah says that why was Yitzchak called Yitzhak? Because Yitzchak? Because God made me laugh. In other words, even in the past tense. and Therefore, by doing tshuva, one, even in this world, enjoys the advantages of joy and pleasure. The gematria of Yitzchak is 208. 208 is 8 times the name of God's name. The tetragrammaton is 26. 26 times 8 equals 208. We know that Mashiach is connected to 8, as it says that when Mashiach will come, the kinnor, the harp, and the temple will be of 8 strings. Because 7 represents nature, and 8 represents a number beyond nature. And therefore Yitzchak truly alludes to the world to come, to the future. Furthermore, we find in the Torah that the Torah says, Yitzchak ben Avraham, Avram Avraham, heililash Yitzchak. Pertaining to Yitzchak, it says that Yitzchak was the son of Avram, and Avraham gave birth to Yitzchak. And the question is, why does the Torah repeat itself? There are many answers to this question, but according to mysticism and chesidus, the answer is, that Avram and Yitzchak represent two paths, in one's service to God. There's the path of Avraham and serving God with love. And then you have the path of Yitzchak. Serving God with fear. In love there are two levels. In fear there are two levels. You have the lower level of fear, which is called Yiretata. And the higher level of fear, which is called Yirela. What is the lower level of fear? The lower level of fear is simply fear and dread of punishment. That if God forbid you violate this, this mitzvah or you perform this sin, then God will strike you down, you will die at a young age, you will suffer in this world. Or furthermore, you will lose your place in paradise in the world to come. That is the lower level of fear. The higher level of fear is fear of awe and shamefulness. In other words, you're not concerned that if you violate this mitzvah, God is gonna punish you. You're, you're beyond that. You love God and you respect God. And because of your respect and you hold God in such high esteem that you are simply ashamed if in any way you have not lived up to your potential. And therefore, you are awestricken by God's, God's reality. In love, there are two levels of love. The lower level of love is, I do a mitzvah, I give charity, because God will pay me back five times the amount, ten times the amount, etc., etc. I do a mitzvah. Why? I put on tefillin, so God should give me good parnasa. I put on tefillin, so God should give me long life. I light the Shabbos candles Friday night, so that I have peace and tranquility in the home. This is love. Love for the sake of reward, then there's a higher level of love. And that is, one serves God not for the sake of reward, but simply like a servant who serves his master out of love. And therefore the Torah says that they are both correct. One may serve God out of love for reward, and one may serve God out of fear and dread of punishment. However, hopefully one will mature and acquire additional knowledge and understanding and appreciation for God and Torah, and therefore serve God out of love, not for reward, and serve God out of awe, not out of fear. Therefore, says the Torah, first of all, Yitzchak was the son of Avraham, and that is first there is fear of punishment, and then there is Avraham, which is reward for good deeds, However, a higher level is Avram, Heilides Yitzchak. Avram gave birth to Yitzchak, and that is first you have love of God, not for the sake of reward, and then you have the ultimate level, which is Yitzchak, and that is Oa of Almighty God. And this also explains and sheds some light on the word Yitzchak. If you take the letters of Yitzchak, you have a Yud. A tzaddik, a ches, and a kuf. What do these four letters represent? So Yud is ten. And that is Avraham Avinu's ten tests that he was given by God. And primarily the tenth test where he was asked to put Yitzchak, Isaac, on the altar. And then you have tzaddik, which is ninety. Sarah was ninety years old when she gave birth to Yitzchak. Ches is eight, implying that Yitzchak was the first Jew To be circumcised at eight days old, in contrast to Avraham that was 99 years old. And kuf, the final letter in the word yitzchak, which alludes to Avraham being 100 years old when he gave birth to yitzchak. This is on a level of pshat, the simple interpretation, but on the level of of drush and soyid, we can say that the yud of yitzchak, which is the smallest letter in the Torah, represents the concept of bitu, self-nullification. As we know the story in the Medrash that Yishmael told Yitzchak, look, I was circumcised when I was 13 years old. And I made a rational decision to perform this mitzvah. You were only 8 days old, you had no choice. So Yitzchak turns to Yishmael and says, look, you are priding yourself with one limb that you are willing to give one limb to God. If God would ask me to give my entire body to God, I would do that also. And therefore, it <inaudible> was after these words that God tells Avram, take your son Yitzchak and put him on the altar for a sacrifice. So here we find in the very first letter of the word Yitzchak, the letter Yud, Yud represents total nullification to the will of God. And then you have the tzaddik, of Yitzchok, which represents Suchoik, the Yitzchok did God's work and God's mission in this world with tremendous laughter and joy. And then you have the letter Ches, which is chachma, intellect. And then you have the letter of Kuf which is Balchuva. The letter Kuf has the left line that goes beneath the baseline, implying one that has gone out of the realm of holiness. One that has violated the Torah. And now, he comes back and he becomes kadosh, he becomes holy. This is the Baal Tshuva. A Baal one who returns to God, brings God the ultimate joy and the ultimate laughter. And this is the concept of Yitzchak representing the idea of returning to God, the idea of Tshuva, and the idea of joy and laughter. We find that Yitzchak can be spelled two ways. One is with a tzaddik and one is with a sin. The difference is that a sin equals 300, a tzaddik equals 90. 90 minus 300 equals 210. And therefore Yitzchak says to Almighty God, if you will diminish my name in order to diminish the suffering of the Jewish people, then do so. And therefore Yitzchak's name is changed from a shin or a sin to the letter tzaddik, which is 90 instead of 300. And therefore the Jewish people don't go down to Egypt for 400 years of suffering, but rather they only go into Egypt for 210 years. And this sheds light on the Gemara in Shabbos. pay test on the base page 89, side 2. It says over there a very interesting story that in the world to come, God will turn to Avram and say, you know, your children have sinned before me. What does Avram Avinu say to God? Ah, God, forget about it. Just erase all those sins in honor of your holy name. God turns to Yaakov. Yaakov, you know, Your children have sinned to me. What are you going to do about it? Ah, God, just pardon them, erase, erase their sins in honor of your holy name. God turns to Yitzchok and says, Yitzchok, knew your children have sinned before me. What do you say about it? Says Yitzchok, Number one, they're my they're my children. They're your children. When they said, Naseh v'nishma, I will do and I will listen. When you gave them the Torah, you said, Yisrael, these are my firstborn Israel. What are you telling me he's my children, they're your children? Furthermore, says Yitzchak, he begins to, to argue with God. Like a lawyer. He says, first of all, the average lifespan of man is 70 years. And out of 70 years, you're 20. Because before the age of 20, the heaven does not punish somebody. So you have 50 years left. Of the 50, 25 are nights. They're sleeping. So you have 25 years left. Of the 25 years, 12 and a half years I used to eat, to sleep, to take showers, to go to the bathroom... So really, we're talking about twelve and a half years of a person's lifespan that is possible that he sinned. He says, God, you know what? Twelve and a half years, that I think you should take on your shoulders. And if you don't want to do that, we'll split it fifty-fifty. And if that's not good enough, I'll take it upon me completely. You know why? Because I went and gave up my life for you, God, on the Akeda, on the altar. And because of this, you should pardon the Jewish people for twelve and a half years. It says the Gemara, the Jews turn to Yitzchak and say, "Yitzchak, Vinu, you are truly our father." They don't turn to Avram, they don't turn to Yaakov, but they turn to Yitzchak and they say to Yitzchak, "You are our father." How do we understand this Gemara? I believe that we can understand it as follows. The Gomorrah said earlier, after God goes to Avram. And then he goes to Yaakov. And they both tell God, Ah, Yimacho, just erase it. Says the Gemara, God says, Which means, there is no reasoning with old people, and you can't get advice from young people. Avram being the grandfather, Yaakov being the grandson, you can't deal with old people, says God, and I can't deal with young people. So God goes to Yitzchak. What does God want? God wants reasoning. He wants logic. And therefore, Yitzchak, who is the attribute of Guvura. Gevurah is the attribute of strength. But it means to be very analytical. To take things apart, like fire. That, that burns every twig and every piece of wood part by part. So, according to Kabbalah mysticism, Yitzchak represents this idea of Guvura which is reckoning and, and detail-oriented, etc., etc. And so Yitzchak begins, like, like a lawyer, to, to analyze every detail. And he comes to a conclusion. And that is ultimately, after a person's entire lifespan, maybe this twelve and a half years, that one is capable of really violating the laws of God. And then he says, I'm willing to give myself up, because I lie down for you on the Akedah. In other words, what Yitzchak is saying is, that ultimately, a Jew will come to the realization that God is true, and that God is Emes. Because Yitzchak represents the idea of joy and laughter and chuva. The idea of tshuva is that we return to God not because we have to serve God. We return to God not because things are so bad that we have no other choice. But rather a Jew returns to God after he analyzes the entire world and what life is all about. And he weighs the pros and cons of life. One must come to the realization that something which is permanent... ...is true, and something which is temporary cannot be true. And the only permanence we have in this world... ...and something that is truly everlasting is God and Torah and Mitzvahs. And therefore Yitzchak is the one that represents this concept of chuva. And Yitzchak represents this idea of simcha, tremendous joy. To have true joy you have to have true bitul and self-nullification. And this is also the Pasuk. That Yitzchak says, yinateg," Which means, He will bring and take them out of darkness and the shadow of death. And sunder their bonds from them. This too represents tshuva. Tshuva from his hapcha transformation. Not that you run away from the bad, but you desire to return there. But rather you have released yourself from those shackles. Realizing that the most important thing is Torah and Mitzvot, and therefore you return to God wholeheartedly with joy and pleasure.